ETL Echo presents Temptation Waits by Annie Aria. I have to go out. Draco strode into the room, fastening the buttons on his shirt sleeves. He was wearing those dark blue trousers Hermione loved, and the matching cloak with the silver clasp Harry bought him last Christmas. His white blonde hair was swept back, accentuating his high cheekbones and flashing silver eyes. He looked gorgeous and Hermione squirmed in her seat at the table, work forgotten in front of her as she ached to run her fingers over him. Where are you off to? Harry spoke up from the sofa. He was sprawled on his back, reading Seeker Weekly, wearing his old Gryffindor Quidditch joggers and a grey t-shirt pulled tight across his muscled chest and stomach. Diagonally, Draco replied, looking up and casting an appreciative eye over Harry's body, just like Hermione had done moments before. Want us to come with you? Draco shook his head, a slow smirk curling on his lips. No, I'll only be about an hour. But I do want you both to do something for me when I'm out. Hermione sat up straighter at Draco's words and the low, sultry tone of his voice. Even Harry dropped his magazine, green eyes sharpening. Draco walked over to Hermione, his long fingers gently stroking along her jawline, forcing her head up to look at him. Hermione, my good little girl, he purred, and Hermione melted inside. All I need from you is to be naked and waiting when I get home. Can you do that for me, sweetheart? He trailed his thumb against her lips, and she licked it as she nodded eagerly, already feeling herself get wet at his words. Yes, sir, she murmured, and Draco's eyes darkened with delight. He leaned down to kiss her gentle and reverent. He pulled away, and Hermione watched as he stalked over to Harry, still sprawled indolently across their sofa. As for you, Potter, Draco said, his voice sharper. Harry leaned further back, let his legs spread wider apart. Draco didn't take the bait, his eyes fixed firmly on Harry's face. I want you naked now. Harry grinned and waved a lazy hand to obediently vanish his clothes, wandless and wordless. He only did these casual little displays of power in front of Draco and Hermione. Hermione's breath caught at the sight of him, his lean, Quidditch-honed body tempting and tight, his cock already half-hard. Draco reached down and ran his fingers through Harry's messy hair, making Harry press up against him, his eyes fluttering shut. Well... Aren't you a clever boy? Draco murmured, and Harry grinned up at him. But I need you to do something else for me. Harry frowned. What? he asked brashly, sighing loudly and adding, Sir, as Draco watched him coolly. I want you a bit better behaved than normal by the time I get back, Draco said, and Hermione bit her lip to hide a grin. Harry was certainly a brat around their dom always pushing Draco's control as far as he could. So, Potter, an hour of edging should do, I think. You'll be desperate and begging, and an obedient little slut by the time I'm home, don't you think? Harry groaned, and Draco grasped his chin, staring at him. Yes, sir, Harry bit out, arching his hips as he did. Draco ignored the move, releasing Harry and giving Hermione another look. And no touching, Granger yourself or him. Hermione tore her eyes away from Harry's wanton form, gulping and nodding. 
I'll be home in an hour, Draco said, straightening his cloak and flashing his silver eyes over them both. Be good. And then he was gone in a flash of green flames through the flue. Hermione sat still and tall at the table, keeping her eyes on the parchments in front of her. It had seemed a good idea at the time to bring some paperwork home to finish over the weekend, but right now she couldn't quite remember what she was supposed to be working on. From the corner of her eye she could see Harry, his hand on his cock, his head thrown back, as he slowly started to wank himself off. Bugger. She ached to look over at him, to watch him, but it would be too much. Instead, she stared blankly at the parchments as she slowly got hotter and wetter and had to press her thighs together against the desire to touch herself. Hermione. Harry's voice was low and broken, heavy with lust and danger. Uh, Hermione, look at me. She shook her head, eyes stubbornly averted. She could hear him, hear the wet, lewd sounds of Harry's fist working his dick. A whimper escaped her lips, and Harry groaned. Hermione, come over here, he panted, and she screwed her eyes closed. Harry, no, she said as sternly as she could. Draco had told them to be good. We'll get into trouble, and you know what that means. Harry groaned again, his breath catching, the telltale sound pausing as he held himself still, the way he had to when he was too close to coming. Hermione bit her lip opening one eye enough to squint at the time on the carriage clock on the bookshelf. She cursed under her breath when she realized Draco had only been gone fifteen minutes. Come on, Hermione, Harry said, his voice taking on a pleading tone. You have to be naked when he gets back anyway, he added, and Hermione shook her head and turned back to her paperwork. Not yet, she replied, her voice tight. She crossed her legs, trying to relieve the pressure between her thighs. From the sofa, Harry chuckled, and she caught a flurry of movement from his hand, her eyes widening as she realized what he was planning. Harry, don't you dare! Hermione's words were cut off by a gasp of shock as her clothes disappeared, leaving her naked on the chair. She spun to look at Harry, his face split in a grin as he slowly thrust his hand over his cock again. He shrugged easily, his pecs flexing as he did, the picture of innocence. Might as well come over here, he said, tensing his stomach so his abs popped. Hermione couldn't tear her eyes away, much as she tried. Please, Hermione, just come and ride my face. Let me taste you. Draco doesn't need to know. Harry always tried this. He was always getting them into trouble. He will, and he specifically said I wasn't allowed to touch, she added uncrossing her legs and squirming in her seat. She wanted to touch herself so badly. She could feel how wet she was, and her whole body was wound tight. It wouldn't take much to push her over the edge. No! She cried out, even though Harry hadn't said anything else. He smiled a devious, wicked smile, and Hermione briefly considered that he would have been well-suited to Slytherin House. It won't be you touching me, Hermione. Just climb up here. Let me do the rest. I'll make you feel so good, I promise. Just let me taste you, darling. Hermione was torn. Draco had told her to wait, and to be waiting for him when he got back. And he always took good care of her, always made her sing for him. But Harry... 
Trying to resist Harry was almost impossible. He worshipped her and loved to push Draco as far as he could. A recipe for disaster, really. Hermione. She whimpered helplessly, her legs unfolding for her, carrying her body over to the sofa, to where Harry's body, sticky with sweat and hot with desire, lay waiting for her. It was so easy to straddle his eager mouth, to hold onto the armrest of the sofa for dear life as he wound one hand around her thigh, the other still obediently edging himself. So easy to close her eyes and sigh in relief as Harry's hot tongue met her cunt, curling into her, licking her, tasting her, as if she were the most delicious thing he'd ever had. In the end, as long as she was safe in either of her lover's hands, Hermione was happy. She was soon lost to Harry's mouth, to the blissful feeling of him driving her to the edge. She ground her hips against his face, her knuckles pale on the armrest, and Harry kept holding himself still every few minutes, groaning into her cunt with hot, heavy breaths. Her eyes were closed, her head thrown back in pleasure, when the flu flared to life. What exactly is going on here? Draco's voice was cold and stern, and Hermione's eyes flew open as Harry froze beneath her. She opened her mouth to say something, to excuse or to explain, but Draco held up a single finger to silence her before she even began. Forty minutes I was away. I expected better from you, at least, Hermione. Draco unclasped his cloak, letting it float to the ground, and started to roll up his white shirt sleeves. Hermione whimpered unhappily, her heart beating uncomfortably as she scrambled down from Harry. Draco drew his wand, waving it silently, and Harry groaned as his wrists were bound in an incarceress above his head, and another rope bound his chest and his hips to the sofa. Come here, Draco said to Hermione and she followed him to the table. He sat in her seat, legs spread, and patted one long, lean thigh in encouragement. You want to come, sweetheart? On me? Hermione hesitated, looking down at the pristine blue material. What about your trousers? She whispered, her cheeks warming as she realized she was so wet she'd leave an instant mess over him. He raised his eyebrow at her. Do as you're told, Hermione. Knees weak, Hermione climbed onto him, straddling his thigh with a groan. Her gaze flitted to the sofa where Harry was tied down, his cock still straining and flushed, his eyes locked onto her breasts. Eyes on me, Granger, Draco insisted, cradling her jaw and pulling her back to his silver gaze. Not on that reprobate over there. Harry groaned from the sofa, and Draco smirked. Now. You wanted to come so badly you couldn't wait. So, make yourself come. Draco held her waist, anchoring her firmly to his muscled thigh. With a whine, Hermione started to rock against him, feeling her dampness leak onto the rich material of his clothes. It didn't take long, straddled on Draco, his thigh providing the perfect surface to grind against. Harry had already gotten her so close and when Draco released her waist to pinch her nipple between his finger and thumb, Hermione's body went limp, collapsing against Draco as she came over his thigh, her own legs trembling. She only enjoyed a few moments of post-orgasmic bliss before she came to her senses, and regret began to set in. She placed her palms against Draco's shirt, pushing herself back so she could look at him. 
He was still fully dressed, minus his cloak, and raised an eyebrow at her. Better? he asked, his voice dangerously quiet. Now, want to tell me why you disobeyed me? His eyes flickered back over to Harry, still restrained on the sofa. Was it Potter's fault? Hermione squirmed, not wanting to reply, and Draco tightened his grip on her waist to stop her moving. It was me! Harry's voice from the sofa was desperate, and Draco didn't look away from Hermione. Hermione? Draco asked, and she nodded, dropping her eyes in shame. I'm sorry, she whispered, contrite. I tried to say no, but... She trailed off and looked back at Draco, leaning forward to nuzzle into his neck. Please, sir, she whispered, wanting to make it up to him. Please don't be mad. Draco sighed. I'm not mad at you, sweetheart, but I am disappointed. You know the punishment for letting Potter lead you astray. Hermione gulped and nodded, even as a spark of excitement flared to life in her stomach. Draco helped her stand up, and she saw the damp patch on his trousers from her betrayal, making her cheeks flush even warmer than before. He closed his legs and patted the tops of his thighs, and Hermione carefully lowered herself over him, her eyes facing the ground and her bum in the air. Draco stroked it, lovingly, before saying, Count to ten for me, Granger, and letting his palm connect with her bum with a loud slap in the quiet of the room. She gasped and counted, just as he commanded, until her skin was tender and warm, and she was aching and desperate once again. After the tenth slap, Draco gently pushed her thighs apart and slid two fingers inside her as she clenched around him and bit her lip to stop from begging. Still so wet for me. There's a good girl. A flurry of movement and Hermione was in Draco's arms as he carried her to the sofa. He held her cradled in one arm, waving his wand to release Harry's incarcerus before tossing it on the floor. He grabbed Harry's hair, yanking him up into a sitting position and depositing Hermione next to him. As for you, Potter, Draco hissed, fingers still tight in Harry's hair, as Harry groaned and jerked towards Draco. My precious little brat, I have plans for you. Draco leaned down, drew him into a biting, bruising kiss that left Harry gasping for breath when he pulled away. Draco manhandled him into the position he wanted, until Harry was on his stomach, his face between Hermione's thighs, Draco behind him. Draco leaned down, placed a kiss on Harry's bum before biting down, making Harry wince and rock his hips into the sofa. Hermione reached down, curling her hands in his thick, dark hair, and his green eyes locked onto hers, even as Draco reached around, and judging by the way Harry's eyes unfocused slightly and his breath caught, grabbed hold of his neglected cock. I know exactly what you want, Potter, Draco murmured, giving him a gentle slap as he started to wank him off very slowly. I know how you want to be punished, why you misbehave all the time. Harry frowned, and Draco stretched out, pressing the front of his body to Harry's back, until his lips were at his ear. But that's not what you're going to get today. Harry shivered, his whole body trembling, and buried his face back between Hermione's legs, his breath catching as Draco pulled back again. He released Harry, leaned over, and picked up his wand, 
holding it between his teeth as he started to unbutton his trousers. He pulled his own dick free, and Hermione's eyes locked onto it as Draco stroked it once, twice, three times. He held onto his wand, cast a quiet spell, and Hermione heard the slick of lube coating him as Harry groaned and pushed his arse back against Draco. Draco gave him another gentle slap. Why don't you give Granger some attention? Draco chided, and Hermione fell back against the armrest, letting Harry push her thighs wider so he could latch his mouth onto her again. He was more desperate than before, his tongue less controlled, messy and frantic. Hermione kept her hands in his hair and her eyes on Draco, her breathing shortening as her body, already so sensitive, responded to Harry's touch. See, Potter, Draco murmured, reaching back around to grasp a hold of him, Harry gasping against Hermione's cunt. You can be obedient, once in a while. Harry pulled away from Hermione, throwing a dirty look over his shoulder to Draco. Hermione was fairly sure he was about to mouth off, to bite out a bratty retort, but Draco just raised a commanding eyebrow and thrust himself deep into Harry. Harry's head fell, his green eyes dazed. Fuck, he muttered, and his fingers gripped Hermione's thighs hard enough to bruise. He tried to push himself back, but Draco held onto Harry's hips, holding him impaled in place. You stay right there, Potter, Draco warned, and Harry whimpered. I'm going to make you come now, Draco added, and Hermione watched as a slow, wicked smile curled on his luscious lips. But you're not going to enjoy it. With that, Draco started to thrust slowly into Harry, taking hold of Harry's cock again and slowly working that, too. Hermione stroked Harry's hair, whispered words to him she wasn't even aware of, and watched as he slipped blissfully into subspace. Fuck, Malfoy, Harry muttered weakly, and Draco reached forward with his other hand, his fingers curling around Hermione's in Harry's hair. Draco, sir, please, please. You're going to tell me when, Potter, Draco said firmly, and not for the first time. Hermione admired the level of control he had, even as he was fucking Harry, even as his eyes traveled over Hermione's naked body sprawled before him. Draco was always in control, so Harry and Hermione could let go. Harry sighed and squirmed and panted, sweat glistening on his forehead, his muscles trembling. Hermione could see how close he was in the tight lines of his body, the tension in his jaw, the bite of his fingers in her soft flesh. He groaned and gasped, his heavy eyes flying open. Now, he gasped, and Draco froze in place, hips and hand and breathing stopped. As Harry sobbed and Hermione felt the warm wetness of his cum pooling against the inside of her calf on the sofa cushions. Tears leaked from Harry's eyes and he shuddered, his fingers releasing their grip on Hermione's thighs. It wasn't the first time Draco had forced him into a ruined orgasm and Hermione was certain it wasn't going to be the last. Draco resumed his thrusting, finally letting himself lose control. He cursed quietly, his hands wrapping around Harry's waist, his eyes closed and his chest heaving, spilling himself into Harry. A moment later, he pulled himself free, running a gentle hand along Harry's back. Good boy, Harry, Draco murmured, and Harry broke into a weary smile. Draco stood from the sofa, tucking himself away, 
and looked down at Harry and Hermione. They were wrecked and naked and utterly debauched, entwined on the sofa, a sprawl of tangled limbs and hair, and Draco was picture-perfect control, elegant, cool, unruffled, except for the slight wildness to his silver eyes. He stepped up to them, kneeled on the floor, stroked a hand over each of their heads. You're both so perfect, so good for me. My perfect little Gryffindors. Hermione preened under his words, and Harry stirred feebly beneath his touch. Draco gently grasped both of them by the forearm. Ready? he asked gently, and when they both nodded, he apparated all three of them to their enormous bed, where Hermione knew they'd spend the next few hours, while he cleaned and comforted and cuddled them back to reality, just like he always did. E.T.L. Echo Echoing Tales of Enemies to Lovers <laughs>